There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Dream Job Ready. My name is Dane Sharp. I'm your host and my special guest for the next three episodes I'll be releasing is Elizabeth Carasa, who's a career strategist and a media contributor. Her resume also includes past roles as a Municipal Affairs Policy Advisor. She was a journalist for Reuters, and at one point in her career, she was a TV news anchor. I really enjoy and learn from the advice and career coaching that Elizabeth shares online, so I'm honoured to have her join us on Dream Job Ready. She tackles a lot of great topics across her various roles, but I've cut three separate episodes with her where we zero in on some of those key matters. In this episode, Elizabeth gives some advice on how to get what you want in your career, and this includes what to do and what not to do. And she also breaks down how to formalize and set goals to work out what you love doing and then setting a strategy to achieve that. I hope you learn plenty from this interview, uh, and be sure to check into our next couple of episodes. Please note that the opinions of guests are their own and not those of the companies they have worked for. G'day, Elizabeth. Thank you for joining me on the Dream Job Ready podcast. Uh, I'm excited about this. This is a new format. This will be the first of a couple of episodes we're going to do together. Um, how are you going, first of all? I should always ask that. How are you? I'm doing well and absolutely thrilled to be here. Thank you. Awesome stuff. Let's, get, let's crack into it. I think the topic for us today in this podcast is going to be how to get what you want in your career and in your job. Um, Start us off with this, I guess. What's what's your your sort of thinking and, and I guess um, inspiration of talking when you talk to people about this topic? Well, we all want to be happy in this lifetime, and we all want to get what we want because when we get what we want, we do tend to be happier and more fulfilled. So when you're thinking about your career and you're thinking about how to get what I want, you you want to think about: Am I doing what I actually enjoy? what I'm doing right now career-wise, is it fulfilling me? Is it bringing me joy? And from there, that step right there, once you've decided whether you're happy, whether you're fulfilled, whether it's bringing you joy, then it's time to create a strategy. And, and just, just to jump on the um, enjoyment part, how do you help people, how do you encourage people to discover this? Because I imagine, and I, I know from my own experience, it changes. Like what really gets me excited or makes me happy today is quite different than a few years ago, obviously. So how, how do you help people tap into that? Well, we think about, okay, what do you want your life to look like? What is your vision for your life and your work life? So you want to think about that. What again brings you joy, fulfillment, happiness, and what is the vision? 
right? So once you've created the vision, you're writing it out, you know, exactly what it is it looks like, you know, how much you're making, what position you're in, you know, are you in an office building or are you wanting to be a photographer or whatever it might be, you want to write all of that down. And then after you do that, your next step is figuring out your why and your purpose. Because once you figure out your purpose, that is your driver to move you forward. We've obviously had a you know, devastating year, a crazy year uh, on our hands this year in 2020. Um, how have, in, in your work and, and, and who you've been working with uh, in recent times, what's been the consistent, you know, what, what's that motivating factor or what's that, um, you know, I guess, goal of a lot of people right now, given that the world, many, many people's worlds have been turned upside down? I could tell you that what it is that people really want to achieve is to find, to find that happiness. So it has to do with setting goals. Okay. So what is going to bring me closer to getting what I want? So first you've got your vision, then you've got your purpose and your why, right? What fulfills you? What excites you? What, what gets your blood pumping and moving in the morning? And then it's really setting goals. So you want to be writing down the things you want to achieve. You want to create a timeline. A timeline is very important. And then you want to schedule it in the calendar because what gets scheduled in the calendar is what actually is going to get done. And, and this, this is consistent no matter where someone is in their career, right? So if a listener uh, right now is in the first year or two or, or is in a graduate or conversely, if, if someone listening to this is 10 years in, this is consistent uh, feedback and, and guidance. Yes, it doesn't matter where you are in your career. You want to tap into, am I in the right spot? And a lot of people, because of the you know, economic environment, are getting laid off or maybe lost their job. So if that's you, this is also the perfect time to create the career that you've always wanted, that you've always dreamed of, because you do have time. You're basically in between jobs to create a plan, to think about, what really excites me and make a list, write all of that down. What do I love? What do I wish I could be doing in a perfect world without any obstacles? What would I be doing? And then you should make a list of all the things that you didn't like about your last job or that you know you don't want to be doing. Because when we put it on paper, that avoids tornado brain. Because if we don't map and schedule it out, it's going to be swirling and whirling around in your mind. And that is the last thing that you want. And what advice would you have for me if um, I started penning everything that interests me and it, it, was, it ends up being a hundred amazingly different things? Where, where do I go from there? How do I, how do I start strategizing, should I say, what's an opportunity for work and, and maybe just what's, what's a bit of fun that I like? Well, you know what? You want to put this on the front burner. And as you're walking around or you're going for a walk or taking a drive or maybe on the subway or the bus, these little, these little uh, pops of insight are going to happen. And they're, it's going, you want to be able to listen to that. What comes up for you? What is coming up for me? What is kind of starting to get me excited? What's on my mind? Now that I've made this list of, of things and potential careers or, or jobs, um, I could be doing what is exciting? Me. So you want to just pay attention. And I can share a story with you. When I was transitioning from being a, a Reuters a television anchor and journalist into career um, coaching, 
what I found was really helpful was exactly that. Thinking about what excited me and what excited me the most was being able to interact and, and share my top tips with people so they could get what they want and improve their lives. And I can remember somebody calling me and saying, oh, Elizabeth, you know, you're obviously, you're from the media. We'd love for you, after I left my, my, my Reuters job, we'd love for you to write some press releases. And you know what? It was really good money. And at first I was excited about the money part. And then I really thought about it and I started having that feeling of dread, right? Because I didn't want to be writing press releases, even though I could do them. You want to think about and, and, and tap into what your body is also telling you. If you're thinking about a job or you're interviewing for a job and it's giving you anxiety, not the usual nerves we get when we're being interviewed, but that different type of, of anxiety, that anxiousness in your chest or your stomach, you want to tap into that and pay attention to it. You want to go with your gut and listen to your gut. Oh, that's, that's really interesting, interesting advice. And I think, you know, just harp, just tapping on into that, um, that dread factor. That's real. I've, I've had several people, uh, in recent times, um, talk to me about that. They've just dreaded to, to walk into the office. Um, I've experienced it once in my, in my career as well. And, and it's a, it's a horrible feeling and you do feel like you're anchored down sometimes. And you mentioned a couple of times, you know, it might be the money, uh, might be the sort of stature of the role. How do you, how do you help people break those shackles, especially when that, that real severe dread is there? I have experienced the dread and it is no joke. It is the real deal and it's not fun. So you want to, again, tap into what am I worried about? What is it bringing me stress? So with dread, it's usually something you don't want to do and you wish you didn't have to do, right? So you want to pinpoint that area of stress or anxiety, okay? Is it the manager that you work for, maybe you don't feel supported. Maybe he or she yells at you. I mean, there could be a whole array of different um, back and forth with your manager. Is it a coworker? Do you feel bullied? I know, you know, a lot of adults don't like to use the word bully, but if is somebody giving you a hard time at work, right? Is it that? Is it just you feel like you've been in the same role and it's kind of monotonous, you know, day in and day out? It's the same thing. You want to tap into what is giving you the dread and pinpoint it. From there, then you can take action to change it. Great advice. Um, and and what, I, what I've really liked um, seeing are some of your advice that you've shared you know, across your socials, um, which I think will be really helpful, and I'd love you to talk to it, is uh, for that person that's got all those kind of, this is what I love, this is what I don't love stuff down on the page, they've started to strategize. How do they then go and turn that into a, a realization that there's a job opportunity there? Because for many people, as you've mentioned, what they've written down may be completely different uh, to what they're actually doing day to day. Well, yes, you're very right. So you, you want to think about this first and foremost. Do I know anybody that is already doing that job? Can I speak to them? Can I get some, some tips from them? And if you don't, who can I ask for help to connect me with that person to make sure that this is the job I actually want and get their perspective? A lot of us want to do it on our own, especially the more senior and executive that we get. But let me tell you, you're never too high up on the ladder to ask for help because usually the way we get a 
job, a new job, a new opportunity is through someone helping us. And remember, you help people along the way. So don't fear or feel like you can't ask for help because that's usually how we get the next job. And I'd love your guidance uh, or simple advice on making that making that first connection with someone. It's it is a daunting um, thing to do for a lot of people. You know, you don't want to bother someone. You don't want to interrupt someone's day. You don't want to look like some random freak that's on the other side of the world asking a question. But you know, g- give a, give a listener a simple advice of just reaching out to something. What's a foolproof method? Is that if there is one? You know, you don't get what you don't ask for. So think about. What is holding me back? If I want to reach out to you and ask you a question and ask for advice, ask yourself, what have I got to lose? What is the question that is holding me back? Is it, will they think that, that I'm strange or it's inappropriate to ask a career-related question? You know, depending on, on what your fear might be, is it reality? And then ask yourself, what is the worst thing that could happen? What is the actual worst thing could happen? And that's usually they don't respond or they say, no, they don't have time. And then you don't have to wonder if that person can help you on, you can move on to the next person. And remember, when looking for a job, there is a lot of rejection. You are not the only one who's being turned away or being told no. Let that fuel you instead of making you feel bad about yourself. Because we've all been there, including myself, multiple times. Uh, it's, it's great advice. Um, I, I love that. Um, and, it, you know, it's, it's it's so true. You're not the only one getting a no today, no matter what it is, you know, whether it's buying a house, getting a job, who knows. Um, mm-hmm. one, one more question for you, and I think this is a really interesting one. Let's say right now I am in, you know, a dream job. I am in a role I want. How often would you advise someone or do you suggest that, you know, you go back and, and just really re-exploring that you are doing what you love? Like how often would you suggest someone do that? You know, you could check in, look, you should be checking in on your goals weekly, and that is going to hold you accountable. And in addition to updating your goals weekly, I mean, look, the reality is sometimes it slips away from us a little bit. How that said, you want to make sure your goals are present. Can you print them out somewhere or have have the reminders in your calendar or on a post-it? Because when you keep up to date with your goals, you're crossing them off the list and you're moving forward towards what you want. And like you said, things change all the time. The goals that you create are not written in stone. You can change and tweak them anytime, but that is your roadmap to keep you moving forward in the direction you want to be moving in. Awesome stuff, Elizabeth. Um, Look, Really critical advice, great advice, uh, and, and somewhat uh, a lot of that's very simple advice for someone to do. So really appreciate that. I know in our next podcast, we're going to be talking about um, finding a new job, you know, recreating yourself and chasing a dream job that's in a different industry. So I think this will be a great precursor to that. Really appreciate your time um, and thank you for that advice. Thank you for having me. I love being here. Hi there. If you'd like to get more advice on these or any other career strategy topics, you can connect with Elizabeth on her website, elizabethcarasa.com, or connect with me via LinkedIn at Dream Job Ready. All the links are in the podcast description, and I want to say a big thank you for listening to Dream Job Ready. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.